Welcome to The Kids Are All Right, the podcast that explores big global issues from a young and fresh perspective. I'm Noloazim Joacha, originally from South Africa. I moved to Paris, France three years ago to pursue a master's degree. I'm a news enthusiast and have always been interested in what young people think and are doing to address some of the things I read about in the news. Before we begin, here's a message from my colleague, Mega Thomas, who helped me produce this podcast. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. The Kids Are All Right was produced by a team of students and aspiring journalists interested in learning more about some of the biggest issues facing the global community. From social media fame, to the Venezuelan crisis, to climate change, we've reached out to young people and experienced professionals alike in order to provide you with different perspectives on hot topics. We hope you enjoy it. Share your thoughts with us on Twitter at Kids All Right News or on Instagram at Kids Are All Right News. What does it take to be an entrepreneur? Many tend to base their answer on the image of the self-made millionaire who just needed that one idea and a bit of luck to succeed. But that's far from the reality of it. It's blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of coffee, and most importantly, perseverance and discipline. Not every idea will be the next Uber, the next Airbnb, or even the next Silly Bands, but they might be. It's all about taking the risk and putting in the time. Our reporter on this episode is Dani Castonzo. Here she is to tell us more. My name is Dani Costanzo, and I'm 23 years old. I guess you could say I'm a self-starter. After I graduated from school, I moved to Madrid, where I worked as a freelance journalist and an English teacher. I've always been drawn to adventure and to people who take risks, which is why I chose to report for this episode on entrepreneurship. I reached out to a young woman named Simi Sola. Simi is British-Nigerian and currently lives in Bristol. At 26 years old, she's a TV journalist. But like most entrepreneurs, that's only her day job. She also runs the Heavenly Company, a small business that produces hair care products for black women. So I decided to start the Heavenly Company because I um, went natural. So I decided to cut off um, the relaxed parts of my hair. So the, the parts of my hair that had been chemically straightened and decided to just grow out my real, my hair with its real texture which is quite curly coily some would say so I just did a lot of research and used a lot of products but they contained a lot of chemicals and sulfates and parabens even though they say they don't on the front cover um and my hair was breaking a lot so I decided actually I want to um create something that I can use because I want all natural ingredients so my gran always bought shea butter whenever she came to the UK so I, I started using a bit of that but shea butter if anyone knows is quite it has quite a distinct smell and it it's quite um it needs a bit of refinement basically if you want to use it daily so I just came up with a formula mixed it all together and started using that a lot more and I started seeing the results of it um 
my hair was a bit thicker, it broke less, and it was quite shiny when I put um, the hair balm on. So I started like showing it with friends, and people were interested and liked it, and I got good feedback. It was just important for me to get feedback so I could develop the product. Um, I guess, what would you say about what it's like to be a young entrepreneur today in 2018? In, in terms of like being a young entrepreneur now, in I think it's more celebrated than it would have been a few years ago. A few years ago, you know, people, you would have been told, oh no, just take the traditional route, go to university, get a job, get a family, house, kids, whatever. Um, but now there's a lot more provision to enable you to do that as well as build your own business. The thing is that a lot of young people are starting their own businesses. Like there are a lot of startups um, and it's become a thing of the day, hasn't it? And that means there's more competition. Um, but we try to hone in in what made us unique. And I think that's what every entrepreneur has to do. I definitely I definitely agree about, like, there are so many more options now. But yeah. So because there are so many more options, it's a little more overwhelming. Because we have social media now. And pretty much when you think of marketing, you don't think of billboards and stuff anymore. You think of, so you think of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And um, so that's an easy platform to meet other young entrepreneurs as well. And I think that's um, one thing that I, you know, need to focus on as well in terms of marketing this product and the branding is using, um, you know, scheduling tweets to go out throughout the day. So while I'm at work, I don't need to worry about updating our social media pages. Well, I think that you have shared a lot of really good advice for young um, entrepreneurs um, but if you had like, if you had like one message, one message for like someone who's in similar shoes to you, who's like has a job, but wants to start, you know, is like really passionate about starting their own business. What would that message be? I think it would be just, just go for it. Just don't hesitate. Um, you won't know the challenges you're going to face unless you put yourself in that position in which you have to face them. You know, I... I had a problem where I always made plans and I always wrote down these plans and I wrote down these goals and I was always just dwindle on them and just think about them constantly until one day I just realised that I'm doing all this thinking and all this planning but I'm not doing anything. I need to start doing it, doing what I've put down and just trying to figure out what that one step that I needed to do was to get things rolling. After speaking with Simi, we turned to Dr. Trevor Brown, the Assistant Dean for Entrepreneurship, Innovation and Commercialization at Indiana University Bloomington. Dr. Brown spent his career within the intersection of business and technology, focusing on corporate innovation and interaction design in corporate and small business settings. I was hoping to hear from you, since you work with a lot of young entrepreneurs, kind of about what you think has changed for people in their 20s who are, who are being entrepreneurs now, um, how you think the climate has changed, what you think things that they have in common tend to be. Um, just love to hear your thoughts on that based on all your experience. Sure. Uh... Well, the thing that hasn't changed is that people want to invoke meaningful change in the world. I mean, that's, I'd say, that's just 
our human nature to want to have an imprint and do, do something that's impactful. Uh, the younger generation certainly is more mindful of work-life balance, so I think there's more interest in the freedom that people perceive entrepreneurship providing, uh, and they also see it as an opportunity to uh, more quickly have an impact on the world as they want to. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say the challenge lies in the fact that because of social media and because of the um, self-aggrandizing that exists through social media, uh, students are more inclined to uh, get caught up with self-promotion than they are with the actual development of their business. A lot of times students forget that being an entrepreneur means actually building something. Do you see a lot of people, young entrepreneurs kind of doing entrepreneurship and that's it? Or do you see a lot more cases like Simi where they're working pretty much a full-time job as well as doing entrepreneurship? Well, I'd say most with undergrads, undergraduate students, you most frequently hear them say they're going to go all in. And, and I say this lovingly, but that's largely due to their limited perspective. Um, you know, it's easy when you're young and, you know, oftentimes you're subsidized by your parents. And so the notion that uh, I'm going to go all in and build this business seems pretty reasonable and realistic. Uh, when I worked with graduate students, they tended to be a bit more pragmatic simply because they had worked. They oftentimes had families. And so they would say, you know, I can't pursue this business without having a job. But, but more often than not, people will go out and take a job and work, work on the side um, to, to get their startup going until they're ready to go all in. Another question that I have, which is also kind of based off my experience talking with, um, talking with Simi, is that she mentioned just like finding it really hard to um, prioritize like going for entrepreneurship all the way. And I'm wondering what advice you have for entrepreneurs who are looking to kind of like go all in in that way. How do people who are young practically make that leap? The thing that I see students doing to themselves too often is, you know, it, it's good to have stretch goals, but the thing about stretch goals, they have to be incredibly thoughtful. So uh, students will set incredibly lofty goals for themselves. And when they fall short of that goal, they're, they're demoralized and they quit. So I, I encourage students to right size their goals and take a far more incremental approach. Because what you start to see is success begets success. Entrepreneurs, the, the success of your business lies within you, right? It's your ability to see it through. And as much as I work with students, I can't predict what they'll do. And frankly, they probably don't know themselves. So you have to allow yourself to go to the next horizon, out to, out to the horizon to see where you go with your business from there. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Building a viable business takes time and constant nurture. Speaking with Trevor and Simi really helped me understand this. I hope you're left as motivated as I am after hearing from them. So what are you waiting for? You've been listening to an episode of The Kids Are All Right. It was a production from Podium.me and News Dakota. Tell us what you thought of this episode by tweeting us at Kids All Right News. Robot. What do you think of when you hear the word robot? We hope you tune in for our next episode on innovation. We'll be speaking to reporter Charlotte Krang as she sits down to talk about the role robots will play in our society in the future with Caltech PhD students Megan Tucker and Claudia Kane. 
We'll also be joined by Thomson Reuters Asia technology correspondent Jeremy Wagstaff.